0: Bayim B'Shem Hashem Welcome to our weekly Wednesday night Shir. As each week, we dedicate the Shir to Aram Baruch Halevi Ben Yudha Levi and al Basara. Tonight, we'd like to wish Aram Baruch Halevi a Mazel tov on the marriage of his son Yisrael. Last night, we felt you we were there. We you know you were there, and may you see much nachas, and we am sure you're looking down upon him, upon all the rest of your children, making sure they have what they need, the way they need it, but the Baruch Hashem made you proud, beautiful, beautiful Simcha, should have a long life together. And we shall be zeichat the of Sheik and you amongst them, that you will partake of future simchas to them. Obviously, if they have a boy, they have a bris, but they won't have a pinah ben. As you grace them with becoming Leviim Yud Tes Kedesh Sivan No Off the chart Great significant of a date Or not one that I know of at least I'm sure it always has Personally On a personal note Baruch Hashem it is 37 years. Pasha Baloitscha, a very, very powerful Pasha, with the first and most important message starting in the beginning of the Pasha. Hashem says, Baloitscha is Hanerois. In the duration of the Pasha. we have different mitzvahs that are brought out. The mitzvah of Pesach Sheni, which will elaborate, Me'atzar Hashem, the way the menorah had to be lit the way the Meneirah had to stand, what the Meneirah had to exist of. Reference to Shabbos and the name of The journey of the Jewish nation of Sayah The towel that comes down on the machina bringing down the mon, the dew do, brings down the mon. Maciius and Nevis, his humbleness, his humility. And ultimately story of Miriam Halavia. Oh no, Kielna Pesach Shani, a second Pesach. Oi, says all the women. When they hear such a statement, oh please, Rabbi, spare us. We can barely get through one, make a second one a year. Actually Hashem provides exactly how much a person can take. There's no given Yamtiv that the Eden would want more of. Exactly as many as we have was perfect. The difference, of course, in Yisrael and in Chutz In Yisrael, they only have one seder, Pesach, and in Chutz Laaretz, we have two. As a famous love once said, after the second seder, he put his hands in his gartel and he leaned back. I might imagine he was smoking a cigarette as well, and he said, "Ah," he says, "I don't envy those people." We'll never have a second Seder. But a third one? <laughs> no way. Pesach Shaini. The second Pesach. The tale tells us a very interesting story. Several people gather to, before Mesh Rabbeinu, And they say to him, We were in a predicament. We were not able to bring the karm Pesach. They call out a battle cry. Loma Nigora. Why are we any worse than anyone else? Why can we not... Why have we not been merited to bring the karm Pesach? Rabbi Yisai, Rabbeinu was stumped. Ma'esher Rabbeinu did not know what to answer. And he says to them, because he is so humble, Kum tahir. Listen, hear out. I will present this question to God. God will answer you. And the answer they are given, as we're soon going to elaborate, Ish Tamil the Nefesh person that is Tamil the Nefesh or from a distance could not have brought the Kharam Pesach, the Avishta deems them a second Pesach. Ultimately, Rasha tells us that the reason the way this is presented, quietly really, on the quiet, is because this was a genai. This is an embarrassment to the Jews. Now I know that if you're amongst those people that go through the archives on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday to listen to Urim, it's very likely you've heard me discuss this. But the case is the first. I can explain it. What was the G'nai? The G'nai says, Rashi, that only one Karb Pesach was sacrificed while the 40 years the Jews were in the desert. But look at the Teirah. And the Teirah says clearly, as you will arrive in Eretz Yisrael you will start to bring the Karim Pesach. In other words, it was contingent on coming into Eretz Yisrael. Upon entering Eretz Yisrael, then they would bring the Karim Pesach. So what's the Meknei? What's the embarrassment here? Why are they humiliated? What did they do wrong? Tells us the Teter. That's true. There was only one obligation. There was only this one time that they had to bring it in the desert, and that they were told how luckily they don't have to bring it again until they enter show. But then we hear a group of people who come and present a very interesting case. We did not bring it. We could not bring it. For whatever reason, either they were carrying... Jesus' bones, or because of another aviul that they had to take out. They were tommy. They were impure. And therefore could not bring the Karim Pesach. We don't want to be deprived of this mitzvah, they said. Please find us a solution. To which Hashem answers, there's a solution. You asked... You pleaded, it bothered you, it disturbed you that you could not do a mitzvah. And Hashem found a solution. A simple solution. A slightly variation of the solution in that you can eat comets, not together with the Karim that you're going to bring. You can eat comets that day. You don't have to go through all the rigorous... Pesach preparations that have gone through the first Pesach. Nonetheless, it's considered you brought a carbon Pesach. However, HaKadosh Baruch returns to the children of Israel, to Knesset Shalom, and says, Kindelach. Why did you not ask again? Why did only this group of people Find it disturbing that they did not bring a carbon pesach and therefore cried out, How do we bring it? And were therefore granted a pesach sheni. And you went 40 years in the desert without asking once, Where is my carbon pesach? Why am I not doing that mitzvah? Ah. This is a genai. This is the embarrassment that the Jews projected. In the Parsha, it brings about in Pesach Shein, as we just said, Ki mi Pesach v'yadal v'nissin, someone who was Tomei and could not bring on the 14th day of Nisan. Or he was Derach Rechoyka, far away. He could bring the Karim Pesach on Chedesh, Ear, Yud Dalit, year, one month later. B'derech Rechoyka, far away. If he keeps his core at home, it's a Mishnah, Pesachim, on Tzadik Gimel, Amit Be'ez. And there are those that say, He was in a place that he could not reach, he could not arrive at the time to get to the Azara until the end end of the time of Shkita. Rashi, however, says, even someone who was outside of the realm of the Azara when the Shkita is Pesach, even if a person would have been able to have gone in and did not go into the Azara, he is considered And he could bring Karbim Pesach and Pesach Shani What? Pesach Shani was given in order to be mistaken to rectify someone that had an accident a mishap a situation and could not bring the carbon. This person that stood outside the Mezimigdash and did not go in—that's amazing. How is he allowed to bring a pesach and Karim pesach and pesach sheni? So the truth is, the explanation goes as follows: There is a difference between someone who seriously, who purposely did not bring the carbon pesach and someone who was on the side. Somebody is in the Azara, in the courtyard of the Bisham while they bring the Karim Beisach, and still he did not bring the Karim Beisach, Taylor tells us the severity of this, this person needs to be killed, put to death. But anyone that was not in the actual Azara, and this on purpose that he did, he performed, so he didn't get into the azara. During the actual sacrifice, he was in an anus Because where he was standing, he couldn't bring a karm Pesach. He was outside. And therefore we say that somebody that was outside of the, of the azara, did not bring the Karim Pesach. Even though he purposely did not enter the Azara, it's considered anus, and the Torah gives him the opportunity to bring the Karim Pesach, Pesach Sheini. The truth is, though, someone who actually did not bring the Karim Pesach, he was in the Azara, did not bring the Karim Pesach, he too can fix this. by bringing Pesach Sheni. And the Ramam, says, Pesach brings down, he paskins, that the sin of Khorus, the punishment of Khorus, is only if he doesn't bring Pesach Sheni as well. If he brings Pesach Sheni, he's part of Khorus. More so, when it comes to the union of Tshuva in general, we know a klal, and if he keeps going, is Yuma, Mishnah, Pehe Omid Beis, eighty-five, side two, where the Mishnah says, "Haemer Echta VeAshu," if his person says, "I will sin and then I will repent," ein ma speaking by yodeh tshuva, it does ne- the opportunity never comes to his hand to repent. But when it comes to Kodim Beisach, we didn't find any place mm-hmm. that someone who was not makir of a Kodim because he relied on that he'd be able to bring a of Sheni. It's not a happening thing. This is the specialty of Pesach Shania. We know the expression "as is kim fa that a person can even rectify something he did on purpose. Someone who's tummy, someone who's at a distance. Even if it was the you you actually did this on purpose still in all it gives us the capacity the capability of fixing this. And this too is the same thing with the Gula Kreva. The Gula Kreva love through Mashiach kainu No Jew will be left behind. Even someone who does not want to go out they too will be redeemed by God. As he guarantees in the prophets, Evdim b'Eretz Ashur V'Nidokhim b'Eretz Mitzrayim They will also come V'Yishtach V'Lashem Bahara Kodesh B'Rishalayim Karad Mamesh A little more depth on this concept. And the Tashlulim. What is it that you're actually fixing here? What are you compensating? It has actually two essences. It's the Glimara, same one, he discovered home is second. This Pesachim Tzadigimul According to the Noson, according to the Bechinim ben Akavya, and according to the Rabbi. We'll learn from the Raivid actually. And he brings down the case of Mishnah. Firstly, you're fixing, you're, you're rectifying, you're being mashlim, you're fulfilling what you lacked, what you were missing in Pesach Rishon. You didn't do a pesach You do now, pesach sheni. A second thing is again tashlumin, but not paying back, but complete. Pesach sheni is a full chag, like it's a well, yom of its own, and that's what Rabbi says. And this is how we paskin according to halacha. Pesach sheni regel b'fenat It's a yom on its own. And according to his words, Yadalit Yir is the time of Pesach. Another date that a person needs to bring the Quran Pesach. What is the difference between these two reasons? If we accept upon ourselves, Pesach Sheni is only to fix the wrongs that we did in Pesach Rishon, That makes the second Pesach, Yudalat-ear, not necessarily a date that's so worthwhile. Mm -hmm. It's no choice. You're missing something the first date, so you're putting the second. So, in other words, I could take any other date and say, okay, I'm bringing the Pesach now. According to Rabbi, Yudalat-ear, is a time that Teda actually established to bring the Quran And someone already brought a Pesach Rishin, may not bring a Pesach Sheni. Why? Because they Makrim, only the Karim Pesach, one Karim Pesach a So these two explanations, the hashlama and the Shleimus, the Compensation, and the complete, are tied hand in hand. If you have an opportunity to do something completely, and you neglect to do so, you are neglecting. You're in neglect. The mere fact that a person can do this, is of the person to make up for the lack and to complete the shlemas? The Friedrich Rebbe explained this concept of Pesach Sheni. As we said before, Pesach Sheni teaches us as his nishdo There's nothing lost. It always can be fixed. Even someone told me impure, which is totally enveloped and soaking in his gaiva and soaking in his physical world. O derech he's far from Yiddishkeit. Even Lechem, the ones that did on purpose, they can always fix it. They can always do Pesach Sheni gives us the hope even someone who feels re- that they totally lost case. Whatever predicament a Jew is in, the person can improve. Even if he is in the lowest level of spirituality. And did the worst of sins. And he did it on purpose. Never give up. Nothing is lost. So came for foul. So therefore we come to the conclusion of Pesach Sheni. Even a person that did not sin. A Jew that says Pesach Sheni. for such a Jew, we say, reach out. Don't get Hashlama because you did it in Mitzvah already. Get the Shlemus. The complete picture. This makes up for what you lacked. For example, to impress on a fellow person, on a fellow Jew. And to bring this fellow Jew closer to Teter. To reach out to a Jew that is floating, to a Jew that is confused, to a Jew that is not focused. And to take that Jew and take them into hand, to put them straight, to give them inner strength, to give them self-confidence, to instill within them the love of God this is the mission for that same person that has done it all and the B'Hashemta says sometimes an eshamah comes down to the world and lives 70, 80 years just to do a favor for another good song physically or spiritually or together nobody knows what their mission is why their neshama has come down into this world and therefore we know of the klal that says chat Grab and to eat. To savor every opportunity that comes your way. To do favor for a fellow Jew. And perhaps the person can reach and complete fulfill what they lacked. And the Ba'ashem Tov tells they tell the story of the Tov that exemplifies to the very core this very point. There was a Chasril of Tov who was not the ultimate Talmud Chacham, shall we say. As a matter of fact, he could barely read. And he came to the Bashar Kadish. And he had money to sustain. He had a job. Made a living. And every time he came to the Bashar Kadish, sorry. Every time he came to the Bashar Kadish, and asked for different blessings, have wished him health, longevity, prosperity, but never did the Baal Shem Tov bless him with children. And years went by. And he moaned and bemoaned the fact that the Baal Shem HaKadosh was not giving him a blessing for children. And then on that faithful day, when the Baal Shem Tov told his students, to harness the horses and he told this Chassid come along with this journey with your wife Chassid heard he's being invited to the journey I sponsor the journey and he hired three different coaches one for the of alone, one for the Chassidim and one for him and his wife And they began their journey. They journeyed for six days. Understand, please. Generally, the journeys of Hashem were supernatural. Shall we call it. Where the wagon drivers did not hold on to the reins. As a matter of fact, they took naps. And the horses knew where they had to go. And during the course of the six days, they stopped the Shabbos in the town, and everything was very, very interesting. And they arrived in this town after six days. The B'Hashem said, Okay, everybody out. Everybody disembarks. And the B'Hashem tells this Chassid with his wife, Follow me, Kinelach. Follow me. And they walk in the street as a little boy. The Belshazzar leans over and says, Yingele, what is thy name?" And the Yingele looked at him and said, Baruch meshe." Fine. And another little Yingele passed. What is thy name? Baruch Mesha, and then there was a crowd of ingalach. And asked each one, each one answered, Baruch Mesha. And then they came by. A little Medela, Medela, pray tell us, what is your name? And she said, Bracholea and they went over to the friends that was skipping jump rope and they said what's your names and every girl said brachalea everybody the couple obviously was quite perplexed by what's going on in this town and the Mashamta takes them to the Cheda Cheda was connected on a full and Vashemta goes into one of the rooms with him, with the with this couple. It starts to ask the boys, and them in And each one said, "You guessed it, Baruch Mesha. And each one had, if they didn't couldn't be called Baruch Mesha, they had either a Baruch or a Mesha in their name. Moshevet turns and he says to the beloved, "What is going on?" How holy was Baruch Meshe and Brachalea that everybody calls their children after them? So, says, I'll tell you a story. Baruch Meshe and Brachalea were the butchers. No, sorry. Baruch father was a butcher. Baruch father was a butcher, and Baruch was born to him. Imagine the joy of a father to have a baby boy. Till he found out that Nebuch, as much as he was a Talmud Chacham, the father, Baruch had what we call in America "fist up the cup." He can't learn, Nebuch. He couldn't learn. No parents should ever suffer that. But this father did. And it suffered even worse is that when Barak Mesha came to the store, he picked up the business. One, two, three, he was barely 14 years old. He was running the business. Well, Barak Mesha ran the business very well. He was a good businessman. He knew his stuff. And he took over the business eventually. He took it over and was very, very successful. No. It's fantastic. Had a good business? Good-looking boy. From... Nishkin He had everything. He was a catch. B'Rashem got married. And the business grew. Success, Success was fantastic. Unfortunately... Years went by. She's making Kinder. Then, the kicker. But Meishas by a Rashi. and he hears last week's parsha, Rashi says, "Kolam lamed ben Chavira kiun olde." Teach a child, and it's as if it's your child. on the board. I can't teach a child either. I can't read myself. Rabbi, what's going to become of me? He tells it, the person who's giving the Sheh. And the Rabbi tells him, Baruch Amalabid is Bechavere. can be in several, several different ways. If you're a Shtitzer, if you support Yeshivas, you support and make sure that the children have who to live with, it'll be your mitzvah. And a nailed Really? He yeah. heard this. Immediately started hiring teachers. Hiring teachers to teach the children. Children were learning Teda. all in his class. How amazing! It was an amazing thing. That's good to hear. Yeah. By award-winning novelist and poet Chitra Banerjee. Telephones have minds of their own. Okay. And he started hiring teachers, and one after the other, the children were learning. It was amazing. And the helped and he kept making more and more money. And the more money he was making the better things were getting and the more teachers he made and the more schools he made. And the wife said we have nothing to talk about we don't need anything else we'll have the humble abode that we have We will live with whatever we have. whatever money we make goes for the teacher for the children learning Torah How beautiful, how amazing. And therefore, everybody decided because they are learning Torah in the schools of these people, therefore, they would see to it that these people will be remembered perpetually. And how was that done? By calling all the boys after Baruch Mesha and all the girls after Baruch Lea. Obviously the Chosret of heard this story and understood right away what was in store for him understood right away his fate, which was to sit and to support Terah's study, so that he could perpetuate his name. And his teacher told him one more thing, that every year on the yard site of Baruch Mesha and of Brachalea, all the children, the entire town, and all the parents, go to the cemetery, like on the yard side of a parent. They all visit their graves, and they all do exactly what has to happen on a yard site for a parent. And this is how they cemented a legacy, and they built up children and children's children on the merit of the study of Terah. There's so much to talk about. I mentioned before Miriam and Avia. I want to touch on that first. Pasek tells us that the Saga Miriam Amen. Miriam was locked up for seven days because she had us. She had leprosy. Why did she have leprosy? She was smitten with leprosy because she spoke lashon hara about her brother. She was smitten with leprosy. Since she had leprosy, she could not be amongst the Jewish nation, and therefore. needed to be the Chud on the outskirts. Tells the Tera a very interesting thing. The minimum for sitting on the outskirts with the leprosy is seven days. Now, Miriam and Abiyah had to stay seven days, Chutz LaMachne, the outside of the of the the assemblage of the Jews what did they do? the Jews did not travel for seven days the Jewish nation did not travel for they waited for Miriam and Aviah to be healed so that they could travel Tells us the Tera. So again, Miriam and the people did not travel until Miriam was good. Rashi tells us why. This is a Kovid, an honor that the Davish gave to her. This is COVID, an honor, that the for the hour that she waited by Moshe, when he was thrown into the into the Nile, so for that moment that he waited for him, she was rewarded. And waited, the Jewish nation waited for her. It makes no sense. we hear about that all our lives. the amazing thing that happened here to Miriam and Avia, the whole nation waited for her because she waited for Moshe. this is how you get paid back this is how repayment for doing so good deeds but in essence it makes no sense this for her covered really in the Jewish nation Put Miriam and outside of the Machna. Where is she? In the desolate desert. How long is Miriam and going to last in the desert if the Jews travel and leave her back there in the desert? So how can you talk about COVID here? How can you talk about honor? simply speaking if the Jews traveled they would never allow Miriam to be in Sekona they would never allow her to be in danger simply like I said before Miriam would not have remained alone she would have traveled together with the Jews and the seven days would have been pushed off. Once they traveled till they came to the next destination. When they arrived in the next destination, then they would, she would go outside. You couldn't leave her outside the machina, a woman alone, and draw and walk off. When they traveled, there was no machina. There were no three machinas. They didn't re- only rested in the machinas only when they stopped. So, therefore, we find, if they would not have waited for her, she would not be endangered. It would be a pain for her. She has to wait until she can do her seven days and get cleaned. Until after they finish the journey, but until then, she would not be healed. She want to walk around like a leper. this teaches us the COVID this is the COVID that Hashem gave her that even though that there was no danger involved still in all not to hold back the honor that she she deserved she deserved that the people wait for her to be healed after the journey and therefore the Jews waited because of her covet. The Ched is another question here. It says Nis Akva M says Zakovid khala Shachas shenis Akva the year. So the fact that they held back for Moshe, that she held back, waited for Meisha, He she had to save his life. He was actually in danger, and therefore. She actually needed. She they actually waited for him. And this is the skar midha connected midha. One midha goes to the other midha. The fact that she stood there to save his life. But where does that come into COVID? She saved his life. She stood there to save his life. Where does that come into honor that she should get honor for it? But rather Rashi she adds the word she stood from the distance. The fact that Miriam waited for Moshe it was not solace the Fashist. Because she was too far away to save him. She's too far away to save him. And the Poseik says, She stood there the daya Mayosale to know what's happening to him. Not that she could have done anything about it. She just wanted to know. A good thing came out for Meisha. When Baspari saw the Nar and didn't want the child. Because to take him back to the Egyptians he would not eat, he would not nurse. Yep. And therefore we see a good thing that happened to Mesha. When Baspari saw that he was crying, and she, the child would not nurse, then Miriam brought the Yecheved. So we find, that even if Miriam was not standing there, Baspari would have understood, Meshia did not want to nurse from an Egyptian. And she, he would have gone, she would have gone to look for a wet nurse, a Jewish one. Still in all, Miriam helped with the fact by waiting there. This minimized the pain of Moshe with the fact that he knew his sister was standing there. And with the fact that when he was rescued, it didn't take time to go looking for somebody, she was there. So she didn't have to take time to go finding Miriam and go finding Yecheved the baby was able, maybe Maisha was able to eat right away. And this, that the Jews waited for her seven days to minimize her pain. That she shouldn't need to travel with the Jews and wait until they park, until they, until they rest. And then only be healed. But rather her healing should come immediately. Another interesting thing in our parasha The way the tribes were set up And the Makhredon traveled To gather all the Makhnes In their legions Rashi says Shayashif they shall done, the Shevet have done, Neitz the These travel in the last one always. Whenever they travel, the Jews travel, they travel in the back. They traveled the last one. Why were they there? This tells us that they were the let's call them the lowliest of all the Shvatim. But what did they do? They picked up everything that anyone lost and they returned it to them. In that case their Aveda was greater than any other Avedah. The service that they provided was greater than any other nation, any other tribe. They were able to make up and to fix the service of every Shevet. As i tell us, if you keep your score at home, Sech Tzchagiga aleph, Four side one. Azu Shoita, who's an idiot, who's the fool, the one who loses everything is given to him. And is brought down in Svarim. What was lost? Kolma the Ma that's given to him. Ma goes on bitl. Nullification. Self-nullification. A person needs to put himself in a place where his gaiva, his haughtiness, is kept in in check. And that he's totally nullified before God. Many people lose that. They lose focus on that, and they tend to become very haughty. And feel very important. That's why we understand that Machnidan the Nemuchim, They were able to be Meshev Avedes to other Shvatim because Makhdidan themselves, their Aveda, their main Aveda to the Ibishta was Bitl and Akhnah and Kabbalah They did whatever they were needed to do and they never asked questions. This is a tremendous attribute somebody that listens and accepts when they see the truth and they see the unconditional. Commitment and unconditional love that the person is giving them, they are able to overpower any kind of hardships. And this is what Shaivat Don's Aveda was never, never questioning authority. One of the mightiest in this thing is when a person works in a pleasant fashion and he gets involved emotionally there's no changes involved The Avon of the understanding of this person and his actual mental involvement Given from time to time, but rather when the yisaid, the foundation and the basis of this avedah is Kabbalist el. Simple, com, total, complacent, non-complacent, complacent, complacency, where everything is accepted the way it's told. There are no changes. There's no questions asked. This this adam is straight. Therefore, all the other shvatim, even though that they were craving the mishkan, they were close to the mishkan. They had in their aveda reason to praise themselves and to understand and to think how great they were, because they understood kedusha. From them came lost items. They lacked kabbalah sale. They were Ma Avid This Aveid This is what they returned to them Mahnidan. The people that had total self nullification. Kabbalah Sayelb They were of these things, they awakened these things, and they brought about the bitl to Akkadish Barakhu and is Baruch and so, may we merit, as we light the menorah and we go out, Meneidah, was it needed for light? It wasn't needed for the light. They had different sources. But rather, the light that was brought about was the light that lights up the world. Each and every one of us have an obligation to go out and be Meneidah Yisla Lights that will lighten the world, that will give light to all others. And we merit that we break away that and all darkness from the world will be obliterated, will be wiped out, and we'll be able to see clearly. We'll see that the Elisha is the one that's calling us and the name of God is called upon us. And therefore, we will be zeche to Geula, amitaz and Zavashlema, she'ach Mashiach, this very Shabbos. And we won't have to send the spies because we will go in ourselves. Shabbat Shalom to all.